Hey, everybody, just a quick note before we start the show. This Friday, first Friday, I'm having a showing of my paintings at the Bauer Building in the Crossroads at the Narrow Gallery, the second floor of the Bauer Building. Come on out, come see some of my latest creations, including some taco-themed and barbecue-themed paintings, such as ghost presidents eating tacos and ghost presidents eating chili dogs. Come and see me. Stop by and say hi. That's this Friday, July 6th, starting at 6 p.m. Hope to see you there. Now let's get to the show. Welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. We've got another exciting on-location edition of Taco the Town coming your way today. And I thought of a fun, interactive way for our listeners at home to play along with the show at home in their car. First thing you need to do is go out to your favorite taco place, purchase at least 10 to 20 tacos, as you listen to the show at home, in your car, working out, have those tacos handy. And anytime I say the word taco, take a bite of your taco. Already in this episode, I have said the word taco eight times. So that would mean you should have taken eight bites of your tacos. Hey, I just said it again. There's nine. Nine bites. Isn't this fun? Isn't this a fun way to interact with the show? Just a fun way to enjoy Taco the Town right there at home during your daily taco listening activities. Oops, I said it again. Isn't this fun? Like I said before, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place is going to go unmentioned until my dad says that it's the right time for me to talk about it. Today, we'll be reviewing another great taco place in the Kansas City area. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Taco the Town, Taco the Town. Let's find out what Taco Place we'll be reviewing this week. This week, we are coming to you on location from the crossroads of KC, and we're reviewing the tacos at the Mission Taco Joint. Not located in Mission, Kansas, as I first thought when I first heard about the place. Mission Taco Joint is located at 18th and Oak, right there, smack dab in the eastern edge of the Crossroads Art District, near Grinders and the International Tap House. It's another fairly new taco place to hit Kansas City. It opened in the fall of 2017. It's a St. Louis-based taco chain. We won't hold that against them. This is their first foray into the KC taco scene. It prides itself on an extensive Baja-style street taco menu, serving such tacos as barbecue duck tacos, portobello mushroom tacos, mango habanero shrimp tacos, and many, many more. They also serve tortas and burritos, if you're into that kind of thing. Mission Taco Joint also has an amazing cocktail menu and bar. They have margaritas, of course, and they have tiki drinks like the Jungle Bird 
Mai Tai and the Hurricane and the Scorpion Bowl, as well as Beer Tales, which is a term that I've never heard before, like the Mexicali Bulldog and Pandora's Lunchbox. I wonder what that is. I'll have to look that up. If you're in the crossroads and you're looking for a fun, eclectic taco experience, stop on in the Mission Taco Joint. Let's meet this week's guests. She is one of the co-founders of 113KC, where she helps the community out with posting daily events, updates, and alerts surrounding our local KC craft beer breweries. She's also putting out an annual calendar. The first one will be out in August. She loves cats, summertime, and has a loud laugh. Welcome to Taco the Town, Alana Gwinner. Hi. <laughs> thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. And you say you like cats and you're wearing cat ears. Yes. I have cat tattoos too. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you have beer tattoos? Yeah. Oh, do you have? With my buddies. Oh, macaroni wow. Macaroni and cheese. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> she has macaroni and cheese on her wrist and, and beer hops on her wrist. So. Yes. Um, do you have taco, any taco tattoos? I'm always looking for Not taco. yet. Not yet. Yeah. Okay. This may sway me. Okay, great. Our second guest joining us today is a native of Omaha, Nebraska. He's a licensed speech language pathologist and researcher with more than 15 years of experience providing services to individuals diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. He's also the founder of New Balloon Therapy Services, which provides speech and occupational therapy to people across the greater KC region. In 2016, the Association of Fundraising Professionals awarded him the Avant-Garde Award for Innovation in Fundraising. He also plays bass with local music acts like the Magnetics and Shadow Rabbits and is the former member of the band Shaking Tree. That's true where I met him. And he also has participated in one bacon eating contest, <laughs> which he did not win. One. No. You did not win, but no. people think you won because you were in a lot of pictures of you eating a lot of bacon and they just figured you won because he, of that, right? Yeah, yeah. So that the, the bacon eating portion of the contest, these long tables, they had one spot left the table. And so my friend said, you're in. And so he went and registered me without me knowing. And because the tables had already been full, I was the last one to join. They stuck me at the end, like I was going to lead them in prayer. And so that made the perfect <laughs> sight line for photos. I was the only person they took a picture of that day, apparently. So yeah, the pitch and that the That picture was everywhere, yeah. Yeah, and it's not like I have a job where I work with families in their homes. And they're like, oh, it's that guy that's a fat, disgusting, sodium <laughs> hogging. <laughs> like, that's not me, you guys. Like, right. That's why you're the face of it sorry sorry to bring that up it sounds like a- it was a it was a traumatic day <laughs> welcome to taco the town dr keenan stump thank you i'm very happy to be here so tell me guys on a scale of one to ten where would you put your love of tacos alana eight okay i think i have to go nine only because she said eight okay <laughs> I, I like them. i can't you know there's not many foods i like more I might have to give you guys my taco gauntlet quiz later in the episode. It's where we try to see just how much you love tacos and what you would eat over tacos. Is there mm. much that you would eat over a nice plate of tacos? Maybe pizza. <laughs> okay. All right. A chicken wing. You know, like oh. some, sometimes there's, it's just a mood issue. What about bacon? Did you even like bacon when you were in that bacon competition? I, I did. After until I, just, I was swollen. I, yeah, afterward I got home and I was like, I don't know why I did that. I just laid there. On the couch, the dogs licked me for an hour as I tried to sleep. It was just like, ah. Sweating it out. So I've had a 
Yeah, I had to lay off for a little while. How, how much bacon did you eat? Well, they give you this pan. It's like the 12 by 12, like lasagna foil pan. And it's filled with bacon. They set it down in front of you. And uh, <laughs> the thing is, too, the bacon is like the bacon that you get on like a Wendy's burger that's kind of plasticky and floppy. Oh, yeah. I mean, people have been doing this, apparently, for some reason, practicing. Like, they were rolling them up like sushi and just like bang, 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 oh. you know, just going down. Makes sense. I couldn't keep up. You don't have to dip um, it in well, water like if it had been crispy bacon competition. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's no water dipping. Is that illegal? It was a. Uh, you keep bringing it up. I'm just. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm gonna cry on the air. Sorry. How are you guys handling this heat wave we're having, Alana? I ask you specifically because you had a tragic oh my God. thing happen this week with your so air conditioning, awful. correct? Yes, it went out and it made me so mad. And my kids were so miserable. It's 90 degrees in my apartment. So we stayed at a hotel for a few days. Is it back? Did you get it fixed? They put three window units in it because they can't fix it yet. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. Old so, school. Three window units. Yes. <laughs> to keep it under 80 degrees. <laughs> so when are they going to come fix it for real? Or? Next week sometime. Looks like it won't be 100 again until maybe like next Thursday or something. Right. So, so hopefully before that. <laughs> Keenan, are you staying cool in this 100 degree Kansas City summer? Yeah, we're doing okay. We had the uh, power outage earlier last week when the tornado came through one part of town. Oh, yeah. It didn't hit us at all. It wasn't that close, but it apparently hit the one wire that connected to our house. So we were out for a couple of days. And fans, you know, they helped. It's yeah. really overrated. The fan. <laughs> yeah. So 4th of July is this week. Do you guys have any classic Kansas City 4th of July plans? We usually go to Liberty Memorial and watch all the fireworks. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's really neat. You can see them from all over. It's super cool. And that's different than the symphony there anymore. Uh, that's oh, on Memorial Day, uh -uh. right? Yeah. yeah. Just no. fireworks. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> they don't set up like is it is it black cats do they just have like a kid that runs out and just <laughs> Some kind of snakes. <laughs> snakes yeah well, like, well, we go to liberty memorial it's like they have a symphony no like he made it worse somehow right, like, like oh well then i guess that's so it's just too, a kid with snakes <laughs> is what you're trying to say keenan do you do anything special for fourth of july not not especially we usually go to the in-laws they live at Lakewood, and they shoot a bunch of fireworks off the dock there, but it's, you know, a relaxing day. So we're down here in the crossroads. Do you guys ever come down to First Fridays, or what? Do you, what is your opinion of the Crossroads Arts District in Kansas City? You can go first. I, well, I, thanks. I, I love it. I'm actually down here quite a bit. I was down here last night, like a block from here. One of the bands, we play a lot of weddings, and so there's all the event spaces down here, so... Between times of setting up all the stuff and then kind of waiting for all the attitude-riddled bridesmaids and groomsmen to show up, uh, you know, and do their part. There's a lot of time to kill, and so we walk around, and there's a lot of just great stuff down here. We try to come down for First Fridays when we can, so. Cool. I'm down here a lot. Love it. I'm down here all the time because the breweries are here. Torn Label is a few blocks away. We have Double Shift Border right around the corner. Casual Animal. City Barrel will be opening up soon. Jeez, um, there's a lot in this area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Grinders, they have they brew their own beer too from Leavenworth and then bring it over here. So your company, you just promote all the breweries in Kansas City, correct? That's yes. and that's what you're putting out the calendar yes. for. Yes, because a lot of people forget all the breweries that we have in town, and I just want to make sure people are aware. And like people who go to their little dive bars and drink, you know, Bud Light and Coors, you know, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. Hams. Yes, there's nothing wrong, but <laughs> it's like Paps. hey. Support local and see what we're doing. And I'm sure you could find something that you really like. 
There's like a new brewery every week that pops up in Kansas City. Yeah. Why yeah. is that? There's like a landslide because there was a while when one would pop up and then you'd go check that out, like Casey Beer Company. And then it seemed like in a matter of two months, there were just like 15 new places all over town. Why did that happen so suddenly? Was it just people got brave all at the same time? Or? Did they change yeah. the brewery yeah. ordinances in the city? I don't think so. I think it's still pretty tough to actually open one because <laughs> you have to make sure like your water is balanced and like your sewer and all that kind of stuff. It's, there's a lot to go into yeah. building I'm, a brewery. I'm glad they have the sewer restrictions for the beers. <laughs> you know, I wish there was more sewage water in our beer. <laughs> <laughs> Give it that extra oomph. Yeah. <laughs> so what are your top five, top 25 new breweries in Kansas City? <laughs> Alana. Um, all of them. Cool. Yeah. Cool. There's a ton in the Northland now too, right? Yes. That have opened up, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like if you start Excelsior Springs, so there's Dubious Claims and then Rock and Run and Liberty. And then North KC, we have Cinderblock, Calibration, Colony. <sighs> I'm sure I'm missing some. Dr. Yeah, Funkenstein's. That's one I found just on my own going down an alleyway one night. I'm picturing when it's it's like Big Bang, but it's not Big Bang. It's uh, Big Rip. Are they still open? Yes, Big yes, 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 yes. Big Rip. And Bree, my friend Bree, she's the head brewer there. Oh. Which is awesome. I think might be the first like head brewer, female head brewer of a brewery in Kansas City. Oh. So that's pretty freaking great. Yeah. Your calendar. Yes. Are you taking the pictures for that? Or did you already take them? Is not the calendar out? I, you know what? I have uh, my prototype here if you guys want to check it out. We're shooting the cover today. Cool. A percentage of the proceeds is going to go to the Missouri Pitbull Rescue. Oh, awesome. It's kind of what I pictured. The people that work at the brewery posed sexily with the with their beer. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. I was like, they're just going like, to have all these guys in bikinis. Right. And then sign me up. It's kind of like that, <laughs> but it's wish. mostly more about, the, <laughs> more about the beer. Yes. And just kind of showing how fun these places are so then people yeah. are like oh i haven't been there before i want to go there cool that's a great thing. idea and then next year the next calendar will be all the women brewsters so the women brewers in town because there's a lot of home brewers too yeah. so yeah so where are you taking the the cover photo today do you know where urban provisions used to be like by pigwitch yeah there's a mural that says crafted in kansas city and we're going to be right there i'm going to bring some of my local beer and kind of set it up and then have the dogs there too cool yeah it'll be neat so you told me, Alana, that you wanted to tell me what were the right kind of local beers that you could drink that pair well with tacos. Yes. What's your... Uh, <laughs> My thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So it kind of depends on what you're ordering. But if you're going to get a spicy taco, whether it's steak or fish, but if it's spicy, you want to get an IPA. More like West Coast and Midwest IPAs, you don't want to get a New England IPA because they're more juicy and sweet. So something with some hops in it to kind of cut back the spiciness. And if you're getting fish tacos, you'll want to get like a pale ale. Saisons are also good for that. Oh, wow. Here come our tacos. Here's the first taco flight. Oh, man. Mm. Sorry I interrupted your list. That's okay. There's tacos on the table. <laughs> Everyone's gawking at tacos. <laughs> These are some beautifully colored tacos. Yeah, they are. Amazing colors. Yeah. Do you want to finish your list? Spicy, you want an IPA. Fish tacos, you want Saison. And then like chicken tacos, you want a pale ale. And then if you're having steak, you kind of want something a little bit more robust. Another favorite that people like are, are Modelo. 
That's what we usually have when we do the show. I usually get Modelo. And yeah. that's what people usually request is Modelo. Yeah. All right, so we've got lots of tacos that just arrived. Mm-hmm. We ordered the carne asada. We ordered the duck barbecue duck tacos. Mm-hmm. We've got the portobello mushroom tacos. Mm-hmm. Habanero chicken Habanero and shrimp. Habanero chicken and shrimp. So we're going to start eating these. Usually we wait for the review segment, but since we are very hungry and these tacos look so delicious, <laughs> we're just going to start eating. Keenan and Alana, what is your personal taco history? Did you grow up eating tacos? Do you come from taco eating families? Where did your love of tacos start? I just love food and I love tacos. And I feel you can make anything into a taco, like breakfast. Yesterday for lunch, I cooked up some pork chops and cut them up and made little tacos with that. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds great. Keenan, what's your personal taco history? Did you grow up eating tacos from a young age? Yeah, yeah. You know, we were the latchkey kids. So both my parents had jobs a lot of times. And we're home and you had the chores and stuff before they got there. So when they got there, dinner had to be quick. (laughs) <laughs> like, so we had a lot of, we had a lot of tacos, a lot of, you know, boxed meals and a lot of tacos. It was just like easy to throw the stuff together. And we felt like we were cooks because you get to put the stuff on. So. Those old school, old El Paso. Yeah. Country get, shell. Yeah. Where the, half of them are broken. So the mom's just like, those are nachos now. You know, like you had to <laughs> <laughs> make do. But that's fun. We still do that. I don't know many people that don't do that. Like, oh yeah. What are some of your other favorite Kansas City taco places? Down in like downtown Overland Park area, kind of hole in the wall. Toreador? Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, that place is great. I mean, it's been around since like the 50s, I guess. It's like an old school taco place. Yeah, it is. Where is it? I've never heard of it. It's behind the Rio Theater there on like downtown Overland Park. Mm-hmm. It's been there forever. Actually, I know exactly where it is because what's the other Mexican place that's like right across the Mi street? Mi Ranchito. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that still there? Yeah. yeah. One of those got the Ranchitos got shut down for, like, sewage in their food or something. The one on 95th. And it was because of poison. The lady actually put poison in the food. Poison in the salsa, yeah. Oh, man. That's bad (laughs) PR. I love that another one survived. (laughs) Well, another one had, like, a stabbing incident. Another Mi Ranchito. An ex-employee came in and, like, Stabbed somebody. Miranchito is on the edge. They're, They're right? living on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, got, they need some like more PR hell or like HR. Or maybe some different practices and management. You know, people are stabbing people and poisoning Poisoning salsa. <laughs> what is your vacation policy exactly that people are so mad? Maybe they just need Taco the Town to come do a show there to kind of pump their PR I, up. Yeah. Bring security, apparently. Yeah, right. I, I might not be welcome there. So. <laughs> Growing up in Nebraska, what was the taco scene like? They have nice taco restaurants up there. Yeah, so if you have never had the opportunity to visit lovely Omaha, Nebraska, the whole town was built around the stockyards industry right by the Union Pacific Railroad. You know, the first wave of migrant peoples, my great-grandparents, you know, they were my dad's grandfather. He worked at the stockyards. That's where everybody worked that nobody spoke English. Well, that then changed over time. So a lot of people from the Central American area of the world, Mexico and South, they then became the people that would come up and, and work cheap. They still do, sadly, I think, in a lot of places in Nebraska where they do processing. But one side effect of that is that the Mexican restaurants just phenomenal around there. So there were a lot of really good tiny places and trucks and people with coolers on the sidewalk where you could get little bean and cheese burritos and things are wrapped up. It was good. They weren't tacos. They were still pretty good. Sometimes you'll run across a really good burrito, but we don't like to talk about that here on the show. No. <laughs> you can unroll it and then like fold it over 
you know? Yeah, and just make you it can, into a taco. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a lie, but. Right. You're just living a lie then. <laughs> Here on Taco the Town, we like to check the taco ticker. This is the stories in taco news from the week. You guys want to check the taco ticker Absolutely. with me? Yes. All right, let's do it. <laughs> so this first story might be a little queasy. Might make you a little queasy, so. Is anyone really queasy? Okay. No. I was in a bacon eating contest. Oh, yeah. So let's talk some more about that bacon eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, try some yeah, of these mushrooms. So taco ticker story number one. A man recently served his friend's tacos made out of his amputated leg. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I warned you. I know. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Someone on Reddit named Incredibly Shiny Shart shared the story of a motorcycle crash that put him face-to-face with the macabre hypothetical of if you would eat human flesh, would you? When a car hit his bike and sent him careening into a nearby forest, his foot was shattered to the point that he would never walk on it again. When the doctor asked if he wanted to amputate, his one question was, can I keep it? The doctor said yes. So on Sunday, July 10th, 2016, three weeks after the accident, Shiny Shart, who prefers to remain anonymous, invited 10 of his most open-minded friends to a special brunch. They ate apple strudel, quiche puff pastries, fruit tarts, and chocolate cake. They drank gin lemonade and mimosas. And then the main course came out, fajita tacos made out of his severed human limb. Did they know this in advance? I think they did. Okay. So the U.S. does not have a federal law banning cannibalism. Idaho is the only state in which the simple act of eating human flesh can land you in prison. Laws against murder and buying and selling human meat and and corpses make cannibalism (laughs) difficult, but technically legal in other 49 states. So in his rare case, cannibalism was not only legal, but ethical. He documented the entire process, but due to the graphic nature of the photos, they were not able to post them on this website. This place asked the 38-year-old why he decided to feed himself to his friends, what he tasted like, and how the experience changed him. So they asked him, how did the actual cooking of the foot go down? I told the chef my idea, and after thinking about it for a couple days, he said, okay, let's do this. I'm going to prepare it, and you guys just come on over tomorrow. (laughs) He he marinated it overnight and sauteed it with onions, peppers, salt, pepper, and lime juice. Then he served it on corn tortillas with a tomatillo sauce. How did it taste? People think it tastes like pork because in movies we hear it called long pig. But the term originated in places like Papua New Guinea where they eat what? wild boar. So, uh, and then he said, one, one of my friends had to spit me into a napkin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there was a queasy anticipation. We all looked at each other and said, are we doing this? We're doing this, right? We're doing this. And then they did it. So what do you guys think? Would you ever eat a friend's leg? Would you ever eat tacos made out of a friend's leg? No. No. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right. I would need a couple more mimosas. There's there's a whole lot to unpack there. First of all, what is the process? Why isn't there... Why aren't there more states that stop people from eating people? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see where... There's like a reduce, reuse, recycle argument to be made. (laughs) But like some stuff you can just throw away and it's fine. Or have it bronzed or whatever. Like, do something with it other than eat it. I mean, I'm sure he didn't tell the doctor that he was going to eat his leg with his buddies when he said, oh, yeah, sure. You're going to yeah. have a leg. <laughs> he probably didn't suspect that. But then... I do respect that he decided to go the taco route with it. Yeah. And not just do, like, a steak or something. Ooh. Why isn't there a follow-up <laughs> story? <laughs> Why isn't there a follow-up story with the friends? Because how does that go? 
Like, he calls and then he explained it. Like, they knew what they were doing. So, guy hangs up his phone and, like, turns to his wife and is like, listen, this is going to sound like, you remember my buddy Shardy? Like, we're going to go over there tomorrow <laughs> and eat his foot. He's making gin lemonade. She's like, I don't guess, whatever. Who, that's, who thinks that that is okay, too? That's a very intimate group of friends yeah. that are kind of down for anything. Yeah. Do you have a group of friends that would you would trust with something like this? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so you might. Maybe, but I don't know about, like, I don't know if they'd eat my leg. Were they helping cook? Because now he's got, like, a crutch or, like, a, he's got something. He's got a, you Maybe know. Maybe he has some, a pig leg, like pirate. Maybe. Arrgh. I don't know. <laughs> tacos. <laughs> it just seemed like a lot of food to prepare. And if he's doing this all on his own on one leg, it just seems very, I just have so many questions. I don't even yeah. know. Shiny Shark we- <laughs> is a pioneer. Yes. Maybe all the friends did it so they had like a crazy story to tell like their other friends. Like, probably. Listen to this. This one time. That's how you like don't make friends though. So, like, if you, <laughs> if I met you today, Lana, and you said that, like, <laughs> I did that once and like I'd steadily scoop my chair over and like dial 9 1 and then wait. Right. You know? Just in case I attack you. Or, yeah, what if you show up to like one of these guys, these people's parties and they're like hey remember last year when we ate your foot (laughs) and you're like the new friend in the group and you're like wait what right what the maybe i don't want to hang out with you guys and then i think like if animals could talk maybe like you guys you know like there's a pig with like a prosthesis walking around like oh did you eat your own leg like oh i'm so sorry you went through that he hobbles off yeah well i mean they're all cannibals right i mean did he eat his own leg i don't think the article said that if he ate his own leg he just fed it to them and, like, watched them. Yeah. And then they're like, why are you watching me eat? Wow. That actually makes this mushroom taco better. <laughs> right? <laughs> we should tell this story before every meal. Taco ticker story number two. This one does not involve eating of feet, human flesh. There is a Taco Tuesday standoff in Australia. In Melbourne, Australia, a food court chain is staring down a punk rock pub over its Taco Tuesday. A stone's throw into the city sits the Footscray's Reverence Hotel, famed for its live music and cheap Taco Tuesday. After six years of dishing up the spicy fare, the landmark corner hotel is suddenly feeling the heat over a claim that it is infringing a trademark held by Mexican food chain Salsa's Fresh Mex in Australia. A letter from Salsa's Holdings marketing manager to the hotel demanded it stop using the phrase Taco Tuesday on its website and social media accounts. We assume that you are unaware that Salsa's is the owner of the registered trademark Taco Tuesday in respect to the provisions of Mexican-style food and restaurant services. The Mexican food style offered by Salsa's under that trademark has become extremely well and favorably known among members of the public in Australia, and as a result, Taco Tuesday is associated with Salsa's alone. The letter requests the hotel immediately cease referring to its Taco Tuesday as Taco Tuesday. And this is a weird story because here in the U.S., can you guess what chain coined the phrase, the first coined the trademark, the phrase Taco Tuesday? Mm-mm. Taco John's is the originator and oh. owner of Taco Tuesday. But now everyone has a Taco Tuesday. So Australia is just like getting into the Taco Tuesday game. So yeah, they think, a little late. Yeah. So so someone at the hotel said, I had a bit of a giggle, and then we thought we'd better look into it. I can't believe someone can trademark Taco Tuesday. It would be like trademarking Happy Hour or Tight Ass Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's not the kind of letter you want to receive about something you have been doing for the past six years. Someone saying you can't do it anymore. Taco Tuesday is something we've all had in our childhood. It's from our childhood. It's like fish and chip Friday. It belongs to everyone. So what are you guys' thoughts on this on this story? Is it still like up in the air or are they now... Is it like... I'm sorry. I was eating a taco at the first part. Is it in court? Like, is this an ongoing case? Um, yeah, I think so. I think they're going all going to prison over it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how the island was founded. So right. that's just tradition. I guess uh, someone said that a professor said the question of whether the, the hotel was violating the trademark came down to whether the hotel was using Taco Tuesday as though it was its own trademark or simply to describe a service. The hotel said it would continue selling tacos on Tuesdays, but now had added a little on between the taco and Tuesdays, so it's now tacos on Tuesdays. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, everyone, every Mexican restaurant in the country could do this in yeah. America because everyone has taco Tuesdays. I guess some places have taco Monday because nobody comes in on Mondays because taco Tuesdays become so prevalent, so. I'm saturated the market with taco Tuesdays. Yeah. It's so weird. I. I would love to be like the lawyer in there, though. I mean, that would be just the most fun case you ever had, right? <laughs> you just get a big picture of a taco in, on like a on a, a dry erase board, and you get a pointer. You have a calendar. And you're just like, this is a taco, and, and this, you have a calendar. This is, this is Tuesday. Everyone like that's in that courtroom judges everybody else like they have to go eat tacos after because you say it so much. It was like, man, that sounds good. Right? I don't care what day it is. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like an odd fight to take up. Some places have started doing Taco Thursdays because Taco Tuesdays has become so common. Mm -hmm. Like Tequila Harry's has Taco Mondays. Jalapenos has Taco Mondays and they don't have Taco Tuesdays. Yeah, you put Taco in any day you want and, you know, innovate. You don't yeah. have to do it on Tuesdays. I think Taco, Taco Tuesday is becoming its own thing. Monster, I think. I hope they eventually rename the day. Yeah, just Taco's day. I've got yeah. two... Monday, Taco Day, Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just... I've got two pieces of legislation now that I have to propose. One, stop eating people. And uh, two, <laughs> we, could we just change Tuesday to Taco Tuesday and just get rid of right. it? Now it's on the calendar. Yeah. Fajita Friday? Yeah. How was that mushroom taco? Oh, it's it fantastic. good. Do you need another taco? Yes, please. Thanks for looking into those taco ticker stories with me. So we play a little game here on Taco the Town called Town of the Taco. This is where we discuss Kansas City topics pulled out of our famous Kansas City Cup. You guys want to play Town of the Taco? Heck yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, oh, the place I love. Kansas City TV news personalities. Oh, yeah. Who's some of your favorite Kansas City news personalities? <laughs> We've got some good ones here in KC. I like Amy from KCTV5. Okay. She's on the news. And I am so sad because, so my morning routine, I work from home. And I'll wake up and I'll work for a while. And then I turn on KC Live. And Michelle was on there and now she's gone. Yeah. And it makes me really sad. I like spending my mornings watching her. <laughs> so who's replacing her? I don't know. I think that Crystal gal. Crystal oh, yeah. Lambit. Yeah. Which, I mean, she's nice. She's okay. Yeah. But it's like... Michelle. <laughs> these, these news people become a part of your family. You're there with you every day. Yeah, they're there for you. When I was growing up, I was a big Wendell Anschutz fan. Ann Peterson. Yeah. Yeah, they're gone. They're, Wendell has passed on. Oh, but okay. poor one um, out. Mike Thompson, weather guy. He's been around forever. Dan, it used to be Dan Henry. Remember Dan Henry? He was the old, old man, the weatherman. What about Brian Busby? Busby's great. 
You know what's so funny? So a few years ago, one of my friends, she really loves him. And she kept tweeting at him being like, hey, it's my 21st birthday. You need to come to my birthday party. She wouldn't get a response. And then finally he was like, okay. And like showed up to her birthday party at the Indy. That's awesome. He's a good guy in my book. <laughs> he um, used to play drums at the uh, drum place. I took drum lessons and he would he would give drum lessons at the same same place. So. Busby? Yeah. No wow. way. Play drums. Yeah. I didn't know he got down like that. He yeah. changes he my opinion. He does, yeah. Who are some of your favorites uh, current? I like uh, Holt. John, John Holt? Yeah. I like him a lot because when we got one of the TVs that has like the high definition thing, you realize how much makeup he has to put on every day. So I, just, I respect the effort because now you can see everything. <laughs> and it's like, God, he looks amazing on any other TV but this one. <laughs> So usually you're just like looking at John Holt and you're like, he looks good. I know his mouth is moving. I know what the, that those are words coming out, but I'm just so transfixed on the like found like the concealer. Yeah, he used to party at Tanner's a lot. John Holt. Really? Yeah. Really? He would show up and be like late in the night. He'd be like, hey, let's get some beers. Everybody like John Holt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. He, he seems like a dude you could hang out with. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Keenan, let's have you pick a topic from the KC Cup. Oh, that's a oh, big I got one. Two. Best thing about KC, worst thing about KC. This is a deep one. It's wow. deep. Keenan, what's the best thing and what's the worst thing about KC? I'll start with my worst one. The way that streets are arranged in this town are insane. It's just bonkers. It makes no sense. The whole state line thing screws it up. So you'll be on a street that suddenly changes name into a number or something. You're like, I don't know what's going on. They just dead end into each other. Lanes just suddenly become places where people can park. That, that's probably been my, my biggest thing in Plaza. The fact that people say Plaza, not the Plaza, which is what it's called. Country Club Plaza? The, the Plaza. They just it's, say Plaza? Every time I say, somebody says it and they like, it like bothers me just a little bit more. And it's only, it seems like people from Kansas City that say Plaza. Plaza. Yeah. Because if I say, oh, we're going to the plaza, then he's like, oh, plaza. Like, eh, you know, like making fun of me. And it's like, that's how you say it. Like, that's a Yeah, right. We're, we're not eating, <laughs> we're not eating tacos. Like, if I said, I'm getting my Mazda to go eat tacos down in the plaza, that would make sense. <laughs> it's taco and it's Mazda and it's plaza. That's my worst thing. That's actually worse than the driving. A piece of me dies. <laughs> it bothers me. As a speech <laughs> expert, yeah. yeah. Especially exists down here, too, in ways that it doesn't in other parts of the country. Speaking of TV and news personalities, I heard someone on air say, especially the other day. It's like, that's not a word. Yeah. <laughs> I want to eat word. my own leg every time somebody says it. In taco form, I hope. In taco. Fajitas, apparently, <laughs> yeah. is the way to do it. You mean fajitas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alana, do you have any best and worst of Casey? When someone from my hometown posts that they're coming up here to visit, and then they're just like, oh, what are some cool things to do? And I'm like, oh, you should do this and this and this and this and this. And like all these really cool things that a local Kansas City person would do. And they're like, oh, we're going to go to Dave & Buster's and like the zoo. <laughs> and I'm just like... Phew. That's not even like seeing the city. Are you serious? We're going to go to the legends. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what are you going to do? People um, from Omaha come down here to go to Nebraska. Because it's bigger. Mark. That happens. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite thing about KC? Or what do you think we do best? It is ever growing. And there's a lot of opportunity here, which I'm very like thankful having my kids grow up here because they're, I mean, they can do kind of whatever they want. And I like that. 
that makes me think of my best thing. And it's sort of tied to what you're doing with the calendar and some of the things that I try to stay involved with. I know that it's been public news, but Kansas City is like a charitable city. Yeah. And I find that that's different than Omaha and some other places I've been. It just, that's kind of a culture here. If there's a fundraiser, people are like, yeah, whatever, I'll do it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Big fundraiser city. Yeah. Every, there's oh, yeah. always fundraisers going on. Yeah. Yeah. And there's always people there. Oh, yeah. Know? That are willing to give. Got to figure out a way to do a fundraiser involving tacos where they just bring me tacos. <laughs> that's the, the donation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's kind of what this podcast is. Yeah. Leading yeah. up to that. Thanks for checking out those KC topics with me. We've got these tacos here. I want to hear you guys' thoughts on all these tacos we're eating. Mission Taco Joint has an amazing menu. Let's uh, get your taco review. So, so far, what has been your favorite taco? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. just got a scorpion bowl. Holy cow. <laughs> so, we ordered the barbecue duck, the portobello tacos, the carne asada, the shrimp, and the habanero chicken. Is that all of them we got? So far, what has been your favorite taco you've had today? I love the shrimp. There's like a little spice, and then there's some of that mango on there. I think it really balances Everything out. So we've Fun, got, crazy we've got a scorpion bowl. It's a huge. What is this? A, kind of like a tiki drink, right? It has, it has three skulls and crossbones on it, right? <laughs> yeah. If you have enough time in the episode, you could read the ingredient list. Scorpion bowl. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled by its pleasant palate. This scorpion stings. Limited availability. Three skulls and crossbones. Gin, rum, cognac, orange and lemon juice, almond, orgeat, turbinado syrup. Serves four. This is delicious. So yeah, there's a really nice drink menu here at Mission Taco Joint. I love the size of these tacos. You could have like four or five of these and you'd be fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what's this one right here with the avocado? I don't know. We haven't tried that one yet. Is that the carne asada? Oh, no. That, that's, that's the brisket a, one. That's the brisket. Oh, so we got a brisket taco too. Where's the duck? This is the duck? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, have you guys had a duck yet? I yeah. have not. What do you think of the duck? I like it. It's nice and sweet. What do you normally go for for tacos? Are you soft taco, hard shell taco? What's your main ingredient you usually get? Soft tacos. Sometimes I guess if I'm in the mood, I'll get a crunchy taco to crunch something. <laughs> Sometimes you got to have that crunch. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm a soft taco guy. You can control the ingredients better. So when you get to the end, everybody does that little finger pinch so it doesn't fall out of the back. Right. And I think also because the childhood trauma of eating all those broken old right taco shells that's just a sad time when your taco falls apart they're yeah. just stale the whole yeah. thing just disintegrates right it's dust are you guys fans of authentic street tacos or are you more like the gringo tacos suburban tacos i like all tacos me too yeah no taco left behind yeah that's that's, <laughs> that's my philosophy as well i would generally agree with that i have one taco that i will never eat again and it was a lengua taco which is a pretty authentic thing and it was in chicago and i knew enough high school spanish like oh it's tongue i've never had tongue whatever it's on a taco it's got all the other stuff with it. It was, I don't know, if it's one of those foods that's called what it is, but it's like troubling. So I think it was just, I was chewing someone else's tongue and it was like chopped into pieces and it was still bumpy. And I'm like, I quit. I can't, I Did can't it do it. Did have hair in it still? Some people have told horror stories like that. Ooh. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the whole reason I ordered it was because I want to try something different. And normally you get a reward that way. This was, it was just not that way. Mm. I was like, I had to put it down, never speak about it again until now. So I've got the <laughs> bacon experience and now lingua taco are back to send me to the therapist again. Thanks. Sorry, man. <laughs> I brought it up, you know, but you guided me there. I feel it, like this is a it trick. Is a, the lingua tacos, the, the texture. Yeah. yeah. 
The texture of a lingua taco, yeah, it's very funky. If it had been that guy's leg, I'd have been like, this actually isn't that bad. <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have been as chewy from the sounds of it. Chris Garibaldi, producer, uh, he has something he wants to say. Yeah, I looked up this fact. Uh, lingua in Spanish means your friend's amputated leg. Oh, that's why it always tastes so weird. Your friend who di- who whose leg was taken off in a motorcycle accident's leg. Yeah. And if your friend is a woman, it's la lengua. La lengua. El lengua. I like the tacos here because they we do this at home too. Lettuce is an inferior taco topping to me. I like the cabbage. They do like the red cabbage. Mm-hmm. It's got a little crunch. It like holds up. You, yeah. know, you get like shredded lettuce. You're like, oh man, this isn't going to work. We get the coleslaw mixture sometimes where it doesn't have the sauce. It's just the cabbage. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, we've had the lettuce debate a couple times on the show. Some people are against all lettuce on tacos. Some people will only, like, love lettuce on, tons of lettuce on tacos, so. I have been to places where they do the, um, sort of like when you go get Thai food, when they, the lettuce wrap, but it's the taco filling. So there's sort of a shell. It's like one of those borderline, I don't know if you count it as a taco, just because it folds over, if that makes it a taco. Right. It's great. Like, that's the, that's the place for lettuce in taco world, in my opinion. So how's the duck taco? Good. Good? Yeah. Really good. Is that... Onion on it? Or what is yes. that? Radish? Onion. Onion? Yeah. But it's like pickled, pickled onion. Yeah, yeah pickled really onion. Good. It is really good. It adds a lot to it. The brisket has a huge avocado on it, which is delicious. I love the ingredients here. Super fresh. Would you guys, what, what do you guys think of Mission Taco Julian overall and their presentation? And uh, I like it. Service is great. She kept coming around. The place inside, like I love the exposed brick. And what's also neat, I don't know if you guys know this, but ITAP is connected right through the hallway. Oh, yeah. So if you're over there drinking beers, you can come over here to this little stand and order to go. And then they'll give you a number and you go back over there and they'll bring it out to you. So you can eat. Mission Taco Joint over at ITAP. Uh-huh. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, this place is awesome. It's got a huge bar, very spacious, lots of luchador mass on the wall. Tacos are delicious. Then they're gorgeous. Like, they bring them out in yeah. these little racks. Yeah, they're and they're beautiful. Just, they're really pretty. And it also has, like, that family environment. So there's, like, children here watching me drink out of this enormous <laughs> scorpion bowl. I think I'm going to have another sip of the scorpion, uh, scorpion bowl here. I do like the flowers in it, too. It's very pretty. It just stung me. (laughs) Here on the show, we give one out of five golden tacos. What would you give the tacos here at Mission Taco Joint out of one out of five? Five being best. I gave it four out of five. Four out of five golden tacos? Yeah. Yeah. You did a good job. I'm going full five just because you can, like you said, like the size is right. And if you came with a bunch of people and they hated duck for whatever reason, like you got all the different varieties of the things, you could bring a bunch of people here and... They can figure it out on their own, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I would say delicious taste, delicious presentation, huge variety of tacos. I love the size. Mm-hmm. I would say four, 4.5 out of five golden tacos just because of the presentation is beautiful. Taste is amazing. I love all the different, and each one, like, I didn't think I would like the mushroom one, but it was delicious. It was. Huge surprise, right? Yeah. Yeah. We loved Mission Taco Joint, but there are some people that do not like Mission Taco Joint. This is the part of the show called Bad Reviews Read in a Funny Voice. Do you guys want to read some <laughs> bad reviews in a funny voice? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. I'll read Leslie. Okay. Great drinks. Tacos were overpriced and only okay. And all staff were friendly, but too many of them kept coming to our table far too often. It was difficult to enjoy my $3.75 tacos. Also, the carne asada was dry and the duck taco was not good. Don't let other reviews fool you. I usually love duck and cook it often at home, so I was excited to try it. 
and was very disappointed. Would only return for drinks. Two stars. Oh, wow. Someone that regularly makes duck at home. Never heard of that before. She must have a pond in her backyard. <laughs> she traps the ducks. Yeah, she goes to the Aldi in Minnesota or whatever. Like. <laughs> My uh, carne asada was not dry. I don't know what she's talking about. I don't have a lot of good voices, but I do know this woman in my neighborhood that is uh, from Germany. And so everything she says to me sounds angry. <laughs> cool. I hope y'all having a good morning. Like, oh, what did I do? Like... <laughs> so I'll try. I'm not good at it. Uh... <laughs> First experience ever. Let me start by saying that I have been to Mission Taco and STL and loved it. Great service, delicious food. Recently decided to try the one in Kansas City. I had a doctor's appointment ending at 12.40 and had to get back to class by 1.30. The service was speedy in St. Louis, so I decided to go. <laughs> I arrived and was greeted and seated by hostess promptly. It took 15 minutes to get water, so my aunt and I began to leave. <laughs> A waiter ran to us as we were walking out, and waiter ran after us and brought us back in against our will. <laughs> she didn't say that last part. It just sounded like it went there. We told him our time dilemma, and he took our order ASAP. Surprisingly, we got our food in 15 minutes. I began eating my burrito and found a piece of green plastic. I pulled it out and asked my aunt if I should say anything. She sighs and says, probably not. <laughs> I kid you not. Us Germans are known for our jokes. 30 seconds later, she didn't put the jokes part in there. <laughs> 30 seconds later, she pulled a hair out of her taco. We put them on a plate. <laughs> <laughs> we put them on a plate and waited for the waiter to come back. Five minutes later, he came back and was very apologetic. He got his manager. She said sorry, and she said she'd talk to Kitchen. I look over as she walked away and watched her for a while. She sat down at the bar and started drinking a glass of water. She did this for five minutes. <laughs> we were running late, so we asked. For the check, they took half off, which was nice. My aunt and I agreed we would totally swear it off, but we'd be cautious. The worst of it happened that night. I was in the bathroom for an hour with the worst stomach pain I had ever had. <laughs> Very upset. Funsta. Oh, my God. Whoa. That is hilarious. <clears throat> that Good was, job. That was an event. That's my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> In the bathroom. She's always with her word. aunt. She might be an she avid goes. listener, just like, we'll see about that. <laughs> Dog goes missing. Would you like some tacos? <laughs> I would like to invite you out for some tacos, Keenan. I would like you to try this taco meat. She's on a crutch. Well, we have had an amazing <laughs> taco meal today. We're still eating these amazing tacos. I would highly recommend if you're into delicious Baja-style tacos and you're in the Crossroads area, 409 East 18th Street, Mission Taco Joint. Stop on in. You won't be disappointed. And order a scorpion bowl with four of your closest friends and have a ball. We'll be right back after this break. Lotus Pool Records is a proud sponsor of Taco the Town. Staunchly independent and inexplicably eclectic, Lotus Pool has something for everyone. For the iconoclast, enjoy Poster Children's Grand Bargain. Engineered by Steve Albini, their first new album in 14 years. The indie rock stalwarts every turn with a blast of political prog punk. 
for the pseudo-escapists, there's the wickedly talented Heidi Lynn Gluck and her latest album, Pony Show, Like an Entrapping Siren Song. Beautifully crafted melodies invite you in and caress you and rock you like a velvet hurricane. And for those that secretly sneak into their car on their lunch hour and listen to 101 The Fox, there is Sun Eaters, authors of the amazing Taco The Town theme song, a band applying the juggalo business model to their face-melting musical collection with a dash of smart-ass sincerity. Their new album, Unfathomable Darkness, is coming this Christmas. Remember, all Lotus Pool music can be streamed for free at lotuspool.com, a Lotus Pool tradition since 1999. Buy, stream, enjoy. Even when you feel no one else loves you, Lotus Pool Records loves you the most. Feel the love at lotuspool.com. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Have you ever had a paranormal encounter? Have you ever seen anything that you could not explain? Hello, my name is Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And these are the questions we ask every week alongside our trusty producer, Riley Bray, on the Bigfoot Collectors Club podcast. Every week we interview a celebrity guest about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness featuring monsters, cryptids, and UFOs. Want to hear Craig Ferguson's take on the Loch Ness Monster? Or what crazy ex-girlfriend's Rachel Bloom thinks about a mysterious concrete castle built in Florida by a lovesick inventor? Like a haunted house or a forest at night, our conversations are always fun and unpredictable. So check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, keep your eyes on the skies. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. This is called Taco Topics. This is where I get your in-depth taco opinions. I've got taco questions. I need your taco answers. Are you guys ready to bear your taco souls? Yes. Yes. All right, here we go. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? When I pick it up, is it all just going to fall out or can I hold on to it really well? Put together, you want it to all stay in the shell. Yeah. Yeah. For as much as it can. Stability. Yeah. Is price a wrong answer? Because I feel like these are very fairly priced for the effort they put in. Like, this is, seems very accurate. I'm not saying anyone here ever has. If you're in a Taco Bell, like, you know, because you're there, you see, like, one of their tacos is four bucks or whatever. Like, that's not right. That's And they just keep going up. Like, a Taco Supreme should not be more than 99 cents, in my opinion. Yeah. You got Especially that Taco Bell with sour cream, like… You're telling me like that went up in price or something? Like <laughs> OPEC somehow controls it? Some of these places that don't put tomatoes or sour cream on a taco at a fast food place, it's like, that's just not right. That yeah. should always come on a taco yeah. at a yeah. fast food place. Oh, yeah. It's always extra at some of these places. We've already covered this hard shell or soft shell. You guys both said soft. Yeah. What about hot or mild salsa? It depends what kind of meat and other stuff is on the taco. So we didn't really have any salsa on these, or do they already come with salsa on them? They're over here. I just, there's so much stuff (laughs) on the taco already. I tend to tiptoe in with the mild first because sometimes you go to some place and you have the hot and it's just blinding. It gives me, it makes me like sneeze. (laughs) Makes me hiccup. Yeah. I've gone into hiccuping fits. hiccups, that's it. When you're not eating tacos, what's the one thing you're eating? Pizza, which you can fold it and then it's kind of like a taco pizza. Put some meat in there and some cheese. And- yeah. That's right. We grill a lot. So steak, pork chops, we, a lot of boring stuff. Things that can be used for taco fillings later. It's good to think ahead like, like that. Like a duck, apparently. Everybody has that. Yeah. yeah. She must be really rich. Oh, not another <laughs> duck taco. 
<laughs> right? Uh. Are we even duck again, Mom? <laughs> In your opinion, do you think Kansas City is a good taco town? I think it could do better because I feel like we have some, but we don't have tons of places that serve tacos, like really good tacos. More could pop up. What would step Kansas City's taco game up? Just more places? Yeah. And even taco trucks? More taco trucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great taco town, but just because the geography of the city, again, like I didn't even know about the place in Overland Park because I just don't ever get there. I'm glad that there are little pocket places like that, but it's hard to get any sort of cohesive idea of where the tacos begin and end in this town. Mm-hmm. Once you get off the boulevard, it's just anybody's game. What are some other good taco towns that you guys have visited? Do you have any other favorite taco towns in the United States or beyond? Denver. 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 <laughs> Down in Lodo, it's, that's what Lower Downtown is. Why Everybody, isn't it called, oh, it's Lower Downtown. I always yeah. thought it stood for Lower Denver. The thing about people in Denver, most of them are from Iowa. They always say those two together. So they shorten the word, but then they have to tell you, that means Lower Downtown. Like, okay, well then just say Lower Downtown because you said a whole bunch of, but in Denver and Lodo, there's <laughs> a lot of really good little taco places. And they also have late at night, like I mentioned, the, in Omaha, like the people with the coolers, like they just appear as the bars let out. And they're like, you know, parents with their kids just selling the tacos and little Mexican delights. I wish we had more of that. Like, yeah. just independent. I mean, all the home brewers, right? Yeah. So we need some more home tacos. Yeah. We need more street taco vendors, like when the concerts get out and when the bars get out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be great. Do you have any other favorite taco towns? I don't really travel much. So Salina, a good taco town? Yeah, they're okay. There's quite a few Mexican places there. Yeah. Do you ever go to Spangles in, in uh, <laughs> yeah. Salina? Do they have tacos at Spangles? I don't think so. One of my favorite Spangles. Mexican places in Salina is closing, La Hacienda. Oh, no. What happened? I don't know. They were open 20, 30 years, but they're closing. Probably can't make enough money. Yeah. Spangles sell tacos? We, I don't we're know. just asking that. Spangles needs to sell tacos. I imagine Sourdough it- tacos for <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> With the powdered cheese, like in a tub. They have a crazy menu at Spangles. Like Their commercials are ridiculous, too. Oh, yeah, terrible commercials. Spangles. That's the thing. <laughs> It blows my mind. That's it. That's a really good... It's a lateralized S is what we call that in the business. And you pick the worst (laughs) business name. Oh, gosh. uh, Spangles. Spangles. It's like you just drank a big glass of milk and then tried to do the thing. And it's on the radio. Like no one there has said, we should probably get somebody that doesn't make that smushy S because it sounds like... (laughs) It sounds like a place you don't want to eat. If I would up, was like, try this. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they make it that bad so people will remember it? Because Spangles is famous for its terrible commercials. Maybe then, yeah. They found a niche. Don't they have really weird kids in those commercials too? They're like really awkward looking yeah. child actors that are always eating huge sourdough burgers. <laughs> <laughs> have you been into a Spangles? Yeah. With like the it's like Elvis a 50s diner, yeah. statue in Marilyn yeah. Monroe. That's yeah. weird. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? No. Just the lingua. If somebody would have asked me, You'd say no. To, here, have another one. I probably, I don't know. What, what about a bacon taco just filled with bacon? I've had tacos with bacon in them. I don't know that I can handle just, just bacon. Uh, you know, let me back up a little bit. Depends on the bacon. You know, if it was a crispy bacon taco and then you put in... That's kind of burnt. Like this stuff? Yeah. Ooh, you know? that I sounds like, good. Yeah. then you get the crispy inside the soft shell. Yeah, What if it I was like a that. bacon taco and it was all different kinds of bacon, like Canadian bacon, other kinds of American bacon? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Do you guys have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? I'm not a big ground beef in the taco fan. Yeah. Especially, I mean, if you make it at home, that's fine. And 
you sort of control the ingredients. I knew someone that worked at a fast food Mexican place in Lincoln called Amigos. I remember Amigos? We Amigos used to have those here. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. But they, like, he was just like, we keep that taco meat out. Like after it expires, like that's what we put in the little roll ups or like uh, you know. No ground beef. I. Uh, you know, yeah. if I don't have any option, obviously I'll yeah. take that. And if we make it at home, I, I'm happy to eat it. But I typically like the shredded beef better or yeah. like steak, you know, something right. where it is a whole cut. Mm-hmm. This is a speed round. Just the very first thing that pops into your head. Let's see if you guys can break the all-time speed round record. These are yay or nay questions. Taco pizza. Yes. Yay. Taco salad. Nay. Yes. Taco burgers. Ooh, no. Nay. Taco dogs. No. Nay. Miniature tacos from yay. 7-Eleven. Oh, yeah. Or from the freezer at the grocery store. Choco tacos. Yeah. Yay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast from Taco Bell. Ew, no. Nay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg from Taco Bell. No. Nay. Tacos served with french fries and nacho cheese. Like on the side? Yeah. Uh, No. Yay. Hey, guys, I think you just beat the speed round record. That was good. (laughs) High-fiving. High-five. That's what the scorpion drink does. Right? I've got a, a new taco question. Do you have a taco safe word? Like if you're eating too many tacos, is there a word that you'd say to your significant other to get you to stop eating tacos? I don't know if it's so much a word, but maybe like a look of like, ugh, kind of thing. And like then, a, uh, yeah. yeah. Like I am full, you are full. Yeah, I'm going to explode. Yeah. Cut me off. My safe word for everything is harder. <laughs> okay, cool. Good, good. Who has the best chips and salsa in Kansas City? I like Chelly's. Have you ever been to Chelly's on no, like 85th? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. I think their salsa is really good. It is really and good. And they have a that cheese dip you can get the queso that has the chorizo in it. Like that's Ooh, the way they serve the it. They're like, well, why do you serve it any other way? That's I got to go there. Yeah. We got to do that on the show. Uh, 17 more questions. We'll get through these. <laughs> Just take our time. <laughs> is there a song that you like to listen to in your car when you're on your way to get tacos to really fire you up? Pursuit of Happiness. Who sings that? Oh. Is it Young MC? That's the only rapper I know. <laughs> no. I love me some Young MC. Kid Cudi. Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi. Yeah. Can I say fuck the police on the podcast? Uh, sure. There you go. NWA? Oh, man. I just walk in angry. Ready to eat some tacos? I, I dare you to pull me over <laughs> on the way to the taco store. <laughs> I uh, teased this earlier. I'm going to give you guys the taco gauntlet. I'm going to see how much you really love tacos. Whew. The answer to this is tacos, or if you don't answer tacos, you're out. You, you have lost. Okay. So here we go. This is the taco gauntlet. Ham or tacos? Tacos. Tacos. Chinese or tacos? Tacos. tacos. Pizza or tacos? Tacos. tacos. Spaghetti or tacos? Tacos. <laughs> A nice steak or tacos? Tacos. Tacos. A hamburger or tacos? Tacos. tacos. Chicken or tacos? Tacos. Tacos. Buffalo wings or tacos? Tacos. Tacos. A hot dog or tacos? Tacos. Tacos. A chili dog or tacos? Tacos. A nice bowl of soup or tacos? Tacos. Tacos. Seafood or tacos? Tacos. Tacos. Sushi or tacos? Tacos. Fajitas or tacos? (laughs) Tacos. Fajitas. I just got to be honest. I like them and you can fold them up like a taco. I just, I have to. You're going fajitas? I go on fajitas. Keenan is out. Look, Keenan is out. Sometimes you just got to live your convictions. Now it's just you, Alana. All right. Lasagna or tacos? Tacos. Burritos or tacos? Tacos. A sandwich or tacos? Tacos. <laughs> a nice casserole or tacos? Tacos. A cheesesteak or tacos? Tacos. And finally, ice cream or tacos? Tacos. And you have passed the taco gauntlet. Boom. 
Nice job. Good nice. Keenan, you almost made it there. Fajitas are tough. This guy sitting next to me, producer Chris Garibaldi, used to be a fajita guy. It's like you build your own little taco out of these ingredients they bring you. I feel like it's a great area. I'm going to appeal it. We'll take it in front of the taco courts and Fajita see. Fajita Friday. <laughs> All right, so this is the time of the show called Taco to Me. Do you guys have a taco question you'd like to ask me? How many taco places have you tried since starting this Taco the Town? Well, we've done, this is 35 episodes. Wow. And in so between good. those episodes, I I eat tacos probably three times <laughs> before each episode. So we do an episode a week. So wow, I don't know what what is that? Uh, a lot, a lot. Nice. Like I'll eat the tacos on the show, and then I'll go. You know, eating those tacos today on the recording have made me want to go get tacos on the way home <laughs> from the recording. <laughs> and then I'll be, you know, at dinner time, I'll be like, hmm, what sounds good? Hmm, huh, we just talked about tacos today. Maybe I should have tacos <laughs> for dinner. So. <laughs> Uh, we just did the math here. 140 taco places. Wow. wow. All in Kansas City? Yeah. And Lawrence. Wow. Columbia, Missouri. Wow. Yeah. That is wild. It's a lot. Dedication. It's something. It is something. <laughs> Keenan, do you have a taco question you'd like to ask me? I do. I actually have two. Okay. And one only just occurred to me a few seconds ago, but what's a negative aspect of a taco? Everything has pros and cons in the world. There's balance. Taco is very yin-yang about everything it is. What's your What's the con? In your head. A con to um, being someone that is obsessed with tacos mm -hmm. and, and eats a lot of tacos. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm not giving enough time to other food on the menu, like fajitas, which are enjoyable, like you said earlier. I used to go, I went through a fajita phase myself. I miss kind of the sizzle of a fajita. I'm in the taco verse now. There's really no going back. If they brought you the same item and said these are called build your own tacos, would that change your opinion? Yeah. I'd have to like, oh, okay, these are build your own tacos. These are not fajitas. I'd have to focus. I'd maybe have to cut the shell down a little bit. My other question is totally unrelated, but do you have like a, a belief that tacos can't exist in places like Norway? Like, do they have a taco scene in Alaska? I mean, is it... I feel like there's tacos everywhere. You just got to look for them. I bet there are some good taco places in Alaska. Say, are German tacos... Maybe you, you had tacos in India. Oh, you saw them. So there's tacos in India. I had fajitas in Scotland, which I talk about a lot. And really? they were delicious. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't remember seeing tacos on the menu in Scotland, just fajitas. So, but we've talked about it on the show. And a lot of the tacos in the UK are, are rubbish, as they like to say. <laughs> well, gosh, guys, thanks a lot for being on the show. I yeah. appreciate you talking tacos with me. Keenan, do you have anything you'd like to plug? What about your. Um, your band? Yeah. What about them? <laughs> <laughs> you aren't big on like, social those are media, good ideas. correct? No. You have one tweet, right? I have one. And it is a hilarious tweet, and you've never tweeted again, and it's really good. It's the only one. Totally. It's a great tweet. It's back, <laughs> it's back when the Royals had Unieski Betancourt on the team. Yeah. I remember the moment. It was at a Price Chopper checkout line, at the one on, uh, in Brookside. Old lady in front of me sneezed, and it sounded exactly like Unieski. I thought she, like, said it. Unieski. I'm like, yeah, yeah, how about him? <laughs> it's like, I mean, bless you. Where's your band play? The Magnetics. It's a cover band. We have a show July 19th at Stewie McBrews. It's uh, July 19th. You change to, like, Pewy McStews if you didn't like the place. That's July 19th. That's the Magnetics. We, we have a bunch of uh, weddings and things. If you want, I can send that to you. You can post them, and then people can just dress up and show up. Because a lot of times, if we're there, 
It's a lot of people at that wedding. They don't know you. Can you fax it to me? I can. And then I'll just kind of read it off on a future episode. Yeah, just list them. Or I could just put it on a bulletin board and tell people where to go look at yeah. it for it. Come celebrate Anthony and Julia's wedding <laughs> down at the guild. <laughs> is there any truth to the rumor that Shaking Tree is getting back together in 2026? Yeah, definitely. Alana, where can people find you on social media? Find me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, 113KC. Do you have a website where you post all your brewery activities? Or? I have a blog spot. A blog spot. Yeah, okay. but mostly it's on Facebook. Just follow me there if you want to know anything about craft beer. And when does the calendar come out? Hopefully August, and it'll be for 2019. And they'll have those for sale at the breweries? or Yes. Or should they? I think a few of the breweries will have them for sale. What's your Twitter handle for? 113KC. 113KC. Yeah. Well, thanks for mentioning our show on 113KC. We yeah, appreciate that. That was awesome. And thanks for being on the show, guys. And Thank a great you. time. Thank if, you so much. If you ever fun. find a new taco place that you want to review, let me know and I'll have you back on the show. Cool. So cool. Awesome. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at Taco the Town KC or on Twitter at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. If you'd like to recommend a taco place for us to review or give us a taco tip, please send us a message on our email at taco the town topics at gmail.com. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi, and and thanks to Mission Taco Joint for having us out today. And thanks again to the band Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you hear here on the show. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. I hope everybody has a great 4th of July. And until next time, go, go eat, eat some tacos! tacos.